Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am, Monday to Friday. It's the week that was, with Max Stankamp of The Shepparton News. Good morning to Max Stankamp of The Shepparton News. How are you? Oh, I better turn on your microphone. That'd be helpful. I'm, I'm good, Terry Crowley. Now we can One hear. FM. Okay. How are you? Fine, thank you. So the week's been a bit consu- consumed with politics. Oh goodness, tell me about we're it. We're not it's... just going to talk about politics today because not everyone is actually that interested. No, and <laughs> I envy people that are able to, to switch off and and not you need to consume sometimes. it. Um, which. Goodness me, there's been a lot of it. Shall we get it out of the way first or shall we save it to last? Let, let's save it to last. Let's save it to last. So there was something else that you wrote about today, this week, that I noticed it was quirky and it's completely gone out of my head. Is anything coming to mind for oh, you? I've written a lot of things that have disappeared out of my head this week. It's just been all consumed by the well, election. The, um, the thing that started the week was Anzac Day. Yes, of course. Um, which, you know, we had a lot of photos um, go up about that. A lot of different reports from different locations. Yeah, we had people everywhere. We had people in, you know, Benalla and Seymour, in Merrigam, in Dukey and Lambert. Yeah, yeah we, we covered a lot of ground. Mm, um, I saw and that. Through pretty much every photo, we took into one big gallery. So um, if you missed out or wanted to see what it looked like around the region, um, yeah, definitely pop on and, and have a gander at that. But the general yeah. consensus was it was well, they were all well attended? Yeah, the one in Shepparton, which I was at, was um, absolutely massive. They were saying that it was pretty much the biggest crowd they'd, um, they'd had. I um, got it. Oh, you I've got, got it? it? I've got it. Rawhides for sale. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Shepparton icon hits the market for the first time. Pink stallion. Yes. Uh, so for people who may not know, you can explain. I don't know if you can give an insider's um, view well, or I'd, an I'd, outsider's view. You have to I, I claim an outsider's view. I haven't view. been to the establishment in question. Me neither, uh, funnily enough. It's um, yeah, a gentleman's club. Gentleman's club. I love the, how they say the that. the strippers um, is up <laughs> for sale um, in Shepparton, which is... Apparently, it's the only one between Melbourne and Canberra. Like, there are just no other <laughs> None um, adult are, entertainment venues. No official ones, anyway. <laughs> no, certainly not licensed and official ones. And apparently, okay. I haven't been able to back it up, but it was apparently the fourth uh, in Victoria that was actually licensed. Okay. So, it's got a, a reasonably, a, a, as long a history as you can have in that. I think we need industry. to get some equality into the equation. Like, why is it just female strippers? <laughs> <laughs> Quality oh. everywhere we need these days. Indeed. So I wonder who might buy that. Do you know who, who's selling it? I guess um, so the the owner, um, Raylene, she's retiring. She's um, you know, she's putting her feet up and, and relaxing. So she's selling the business, um, and anyone that's interested can buy it. It's not any like idea how much. Um, a, a vague idea, but they're not they're not quite um, going public with how much they want it to be or how as much, much they're as thinking. possible. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the answer is obviously as much as possible from from their point of view. Um, but there's no public listing price or public asking price or a starting point. It's just anyone that's, that's genuine. Presumably it's a viable business? Um, it sounds like it. It's, it sounds like there's a scope to it. It only operates two nights a week, um, oh. the agent was telling me. So, um, you know, there's scope to do more Friday, there Saturday, and, I guess. Well, I'm, I'm assuming it's Friday, Saturday, <laughs> yep. but um, there's scope more. It'd be, more. I'd just be fascinated to go in there and see who's actually there. I, I, I reckon there'd be a lot of people from Melbourne. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if probably if, um, if anyone wants to go to a, a strip club here, they'll probably go elsewhere. Well, potentially, Maybe. or there's um, people coming from Bendigo and and Albury and places that don't want to drive all the way to Melbourne. 
um, that make a, a buck's weekend keep of it, it. Keep it regional. Exactly. Keep supporting the regions. Too. That's the important <laughs> thing. Okay. Well, that was just a quirky little one. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. else non, non-politics have you been onto this week, Max? Um, gosh, not a lot. I've been doing a, a lot of just politics. I did um, see you is... at the Candidates Forum on Tuesday night running around, uh, taking a lot of photos. Yes. And I was surprised to see what a comprehensive report you managed to produce of what actually went on. And I thought, God, this guy's good at multitasking. <laughs> How is he getting all those quotes down while at the same time? Uh, actually taking all those photos. Did you record it? Is I did that, record. Ah, um, you cheated. The audio. <laughs> if you're going to call it cheating, then I guess I cheated. But um, That must have been a lot of audio to go through. It was quite a bit of audio, yeah. but you know, you'd, you'd do a few of them and you, you'd figure out how to how to break them up. But before we do jump into politics, the, the um, big one from the weekend um, that I've somehow forgotten to mention, Eddie Betts was um, in town running around, played for Rumbo, kicked two goals, six, and according to, to editor Tyler Murray, it was just like being a kid again, watching him play footy up in Shepparton. So is that was that part of that Carlton draft thing that's no, happening? Oh, okay. No, so the Carlton draft something else. Okay, so Eddie's also lined up um, for that, but um, the club... We mentioned Longwood's got Longwood Cameron has. Mooney, who I have no idea who that is, but I'm sure you do. I do, yeah. <laughs> Cam, Cam, Cam Mooney, former Geelong footballer, will have right. a run around for Longwood. I, don't yes. know, I haven't figured out the date just yet. Um, but he'll have a run around. I believe he's going to come up for the day and, and potentially do a function that night. It's a good idea. Um, which is it's a great idea, especially for clubs that, you know, need a bit of a leg up or need a bit of a boost. Um, you know, so um, Jared Ruffhead is going down to Gippsland somewhere and, and Eddie Betts has found a club somewhere as well. So it's a, it's a really good idea. But the guys um, love it too. Oh, they would absolutely get around it. And you can imagine, you know, having a, an AFL star or a former AFL star coming to your club for a day would be... Definitely lift the team. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Um, the Shep Hotel is now flattened, so anyone that's, that's driven through town the last few days would um, be struggling to see it today with the fog, um, but it's been completely flattened. Um, I hear there's no DAs with council to develop not, it at this point. Not to my knowledge, um, but I believe um, the owner took the full 90 days to, you know, given the you have to demolish it from this date. And then you get 90 days after that to demolish it. And day 90 was Wednesday, and Wednesday was when the last uh, last bricks came down. Very interesting to see what happens with that site. Would be good to see something happen with it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd be great to see. You know, there are so many different options and so many different things you, you and could now use. And now it's down. You see, it's actually quite a big area. Yeah, I had no idea because obviously it was hidden by the building. But there's that stretch at the back where, you know, you could do a, a whole variety of things with it. You could do something around um, that lone pi- pi- palm tree. Indeed. What what would you do with it, Terry? You'd say you've got executive control and I mean it seems and, seems like an obvious thing to say, but it was a great spot for a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's why it was there. That's that's why it was there. I think you have to be quite smart because I mean you've got the Commonwealth, the former Commonwealth Bank uh, building opposite which is sitting vacant. So you'd have to be quite smart about it. Absolutely. Um, mm. and the other story I wanted to bring up, which I've forgotten the name of the uh Oh no, he no I've forgotten the name of the cat, but the cat that was at the front of the donor of the um, the donation drive of you know come and come and pick up an animal that you know we've got a whole bunch of animals. Um, this is the, the council pound, basically. Yes, the yep. council pound, and they had one you know face of the campaign. The face of the campaign got adopted and is just having the best time with its new owners. I can't believe you've forgotten the name. I don't know. That's really unforgivable. It, it, look, it is. Tabby, um, maybe? Oh, it's it's <laughs> just, it's what the election does to you, honestly. You know that 
and, and anyone that listens to this regularly will know that I will always go the animal stories first and they're my favourite and for the election to have crushed the name of this wonderful kitty out of my mind is okay. a bit distressing. You can't remember the name of the kitty. Can you name all 11 candidates standing for the Nichols federal election for us on oh. May 21? Give it a go, Max. Put me on the, st- put me on the Come spot. Come on, give it a go, Max. So we've got Andrea Otto from the Fusion Party and going left to right from the Tuesday uh, Night's Candidates right. Forum. Um, then we had uh, Sam Birrell, Jeff Davey. Um, we had next to him was... I think it was then Steve Brooks, Rob Priestley, Rob Peterson, Ricky Terrell, um, Ian Christo, Bill Lodwick with a nine there. We had Tim Laird from the Liberal Democrats and Eleanor Tabeau is the candidate. We can find no information about this, no contact details, and she's running for the Australian Citizens Party. Federation. Federation Party. Sorry, no, Jeff Davey is the Citizens Party. Yes. So there cl- we go. Clap, clap. You got all 11. Oh, well done, Matt. I hate that I know all 11. <laughs> Why do I? Well, somebody has to. Somebody has to. Yeah. And I've taken that bullet. Well done. Rest of Shefton. So they, they had a candidates forum last night and Tuesday night. They've had two this week um, when they all hit the stage or most of them hit the stage. Um, and you know, spoke about you know why why people should vote for them and why um, why they're running and a whole bunch of other um, issues. Um, I spoke to a couple of people afterwards and I got a couple of responses which said, "Who won?" And I'm like, "That's not the way it works." No, because it wasn't so much a debate; it was just that forum where people weren't arguing against each other. It was you know, someone from the audience would ask a question, or the moderators would ask a question that had come from the audience, but. Um, if you had to choose a winner, <laughs> I, I don't think, as, as you said, I don't think there was a winner. There are, I don't think any candidates did their cause any harm, um, and you now a lot of them spoke very well. Um, but I think the the one that maybe put her her name up in lights most was Andrew Otto going from yeah, nobody knowing her to, to speaking. She spoke pretty um, clearly and she speak and, well, um, and you know knew what she was getting towards and. You know, for someone I'd, I'd never heard of and didn't mm. know anything about the Fusion Party, I came away from that going, oh, okay, well, that's what they stand for. That's, that's you know, what they're after and they're, you know, very um, kind of science and environmental focused. Do you know um, where she's based? Um, she's based, or mm, I think it was out somewhere near Corrup or near... Okay. Um, near Merch, down that way, I, I believe. So but just hitting my microphone as a fly attacks me. There's one holdout sort of fly from summer in this studio at the moment. You are having a wor- oh, just a whale of a time with that fly. It's well, just... you know, I've got the um, heater cranked up, so the fly's probably quite happy in here. Oh, it's having a <laughs> having a great time. It's just landing around on your headphones and on one, your head. One good thing about winter, like yeah. less flies, that's for sure. Less flies. Okay, well, uh, anything else you need to let us know about, Max? Um... Oh, goodness me. Um, How it's about just today? What's coming up today? What's coming up today? I haven't looked at what's coming up this weekend because it's been so consumed by the election and you're about to tell me something that I've forgotten. No, which no, is, no, uh, no. I'm sure you know more about things than I do, but um, I was just checking what was on the front page today and my app's taking its time. Um, there was some announcement, uh, more politics was, from yeah, Labor. So yes, yeah, so Labor came in and announced that, they, that Shep would be... Um, the recipient of one of the 50 um, kind of after-hours GP clinics that um, the Albanese or an Albanese government would build. Yeah, surprise, surprise, Anthony wasn't here in person. No, no, shockingly, he couldn't make it down. He was a bit um, busy. I was uh, still having COVID or something. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Shepparton will be a, a spot 
for that. I did ask, you know, where were you going to get the doctors from? Because we're currently missing a lot of doctors and there wasn't much of an answer beyond are we going to train more? Um, so Tricky one. Yeah, it's not an easy answer, but I thought there'd be a bit more of an answer. Um, yes. On that front. We are running out of time, but just a quick shout out to Bree Dorset, who is on the front page today talking about... Uh, the difficulties with body image issues with young women. So I know Bree's been in the studio before. Great uh, young ambassador for our youth. Yep, and a, a really good write-up and really important write-up from Helen Grant and Megan Fisher. Their column every week is just it continues to impress me with you know talking about a lot of different issues like this. And you know Bree obviously speaks very very well, um, and that comes across. So that columns every Friday is it? Let's uh, talk. Yep. Look out for that one. Yep. All right, uh, playing footy this weekend, Max? Yes, yep, at this stage. We are. What do you mean? You're planning on getting an injury between now and then? Well, who knows? In, in, <laughs> in this economy, in this day and age, I, I, could have, I could have the spicy cough by tomorrow at this oh, rate, okay. but I hope not. Touch wood, I don't. But I hope not too, because I might get it as well. Um, but yes, it uh, continues to be an issue, doesn't it? It does continue mm. to be an issue. So, you know, that we had the team we played last week had a few players out and that was the cause of some of it. We had a few out this week, I believe. So it's it's still still around. And, you know, I saw the figures this week. There was one day where we still had, you know, 15 people die from COVID. So it's still, it's still you know, an issue statewide and Australia-wide, but it's very much not spoken about now. But mm. anyway, be on, careful, that, on that, be careful, be on careful, that cheery people. note. Be careful, people, yeah. At least we can still get out and do things and hopefully... Uh, we can all stay well and safe. Indeed. Thanks very much for your time this morning, Max. Uh, grab a copy. You can grab a copy of today's Shep- Shepparton News to catch up on some of those stories.